family-owned shop in Loganville, Sosby's Garage, for all your automotive repair needs. We service all makes and models, Ford and domestic. We repair engines, alternators, brakes, alignments, AC systems, and more, using certified technicians with over 90 years of combined experience. We also offer same-day service for some repairs. Sosby's Garage, 200 Bay Creek Road in Loganville. Dependable, honest, and fair. Look us up on Google or Facebook. We'll take good care of you. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strong, the president of Paradigm, and we are excited to be with you today on Business Radio X. We're coming to you once again live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio located in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. Each week, by the way, before I go any farther, please hit that subscribe button uh, so we know you're here and let's us uh, keep track of you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, each week we plan to feature businesses in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County, and all profit uh businesses, nonprofits that are in our county, we hope to kind of support. While all businesses have security concerns, not all are about physical security, and we will touch on that and all related aspects of security through the course of each show. Our guest today, I'm very happy to have Raymer Sale. He's the CEO and founder of E2E Resources and also the head honcho of a, of a nonprofit called Red, Blue, and You. Hey, Raymer. Hi, Rick. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Uh, we've had an interesting conversation pre, it, pre-broadcast. It has. It has. It's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Uh, most people around Gwinnett know who Raymer Sale is, or a lot of people do, but let's just uh, start out with, give me a little bit of your background, where you come from, what you do, and why you're here. <laughs> well, I'm here. All right. Well, uh, I was born a long, long time ago in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and uh, my career has taken me there to Pensacola, Florida, and then I was transferred here in 91 uh, with an insurance company. And uh, after 10 years with those folks, I decided to venture out on my own, and so I opened my own employee benefits agency called E2E. Uh, we go by the name of E2E Benefit Services and E2E Resources because we have two companies within. And so we've been doing this now for 27 years. Ooh. Proud a, to say that. <laughs> that That's a long time. It's, it's, it's good to see a business stay in business for that long around yeah. here. Well, you know, I know we've got an uh, event coming up and get everybody to say this date, November the 19th, which is, I believe, on a Thursday. That is correct. And in fact, I think it's Thursday week, and uh, it'll be at the Buford Football Stadium, but you know, what is Red, Blue, and You? Red, Blue, and You is a not-for-profit organization that was created for the sole purpose of saying thank you to our first responders. We have our police, we have our fire, we have our EMT folks that are out there every day doing things that we don't see them do, but saving lives, protecting our property, protecting our lives. And it's not often... Uh, enough that they are told thank you for what they do amen so this event uh, uh, started uh, we're in our fifth year now and it it started uh, around a table 
uh, with about four of us sitting around the table, uh, and I was complaining. I was beefing. Viciously, as usual. As usual. <laughs> about an event that had occurred over in Fergus, Ferguson, Arkansas, is that right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. And, and Missouri, thank, thank you, Ferguson, Missouri, uh, with a, a, a man that had been uh, uh, involved oh. in a police shooting. Yep. Then they had one up in uh, uh, Boston, and then there was another one somewhere else. And uh, they were all trying and convicting the police right there on the spot. And it, it just kind of rubbed me wrong. And uh, one of the guys at the table said, well, why don't you do something about it? Yeah, I quit said, complaining and do something. Yeah, take some action. So I, a uh, 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 lady by the name of Annie Valenti, who is my superstar, uh, and uh, I admire Annie tremendously, uh, uh, connected me with uh, Chief Butch Ayers at the time, and I met with him at a, at a restaurant to tell him about the idea. We didn't have a name for the program or anything, so I'm getting out of my car, or as I'm driving to the event, I'm thinking, Rail Red's fire. You think of blue for police. What do we do that's that's uh, uh, you know in, in uh, honor of the uh, national colors? And I thought, wait a minute, red, blue, and you, meaning me and you and everybody else that's involved in it. So, as I got out of the car, I presented that to the police chief. He said, I like it, and so that's how the name came about, and that's how the organization got started. And uh, we have uh, promoted it through the uh, all the law enforcement, city, uh, the city police, the sheriffs, the, uh, the uh, uh, Gwinnett Police, the Gwinnett Fire, Fire Services services all the county, and the MTs as well. And this year, we had another experience that uh, that uh, brought us into the picture, uh, this thing called COVID-19. Yep. Uh, everybody was recognizing the, uh, uh, the, the folks that were providing our medical service, calling them the front line. And uh, we came up with an idea that, well, let's do something to recognize the front line. And uh, at that time, Assistant Chief West, who's now the chief of the Gwinnett Police, said, uh, okay, we'll put something together. And next thing I know, he has uh, gotten the uh, police department, the uh, sheriff's department, the fire department, the highway patrol, all involved. And they pulled uh, over 100 units over at Eastside Medical Facility. Uh, and we had a helicopter flying above. And uh, they, the uh, front line, the doctors, nurses working ER, came out on the on the curb, and uh, they uh, they turned on their blue lights and their red lights, and then they did a parade of of, of vehicles in front of the uh, folks who were standing out there and hit their sirens, and uh, they were. It was just a, it was really a great experience, and we even had one of the ladies that was standing there crying. She was so emotionally uh, taken by the event, and so. That's awesome. Of course, everybody in the ER was dying and freaking out because of all the sirens. <laughs> I can expect some of the people in that hospital worried about that, too. Uh, exactly. But uh, we took the event further. We uh, partnered up with the Little Caesars Pizza, and we provided pizza to all of the hospital emergency room staff. Then we provided it to the police precincts and to the fire, uh, uh, fire departments, and we were serving I don't remember, but it was over, well, well over eight hundred. It was it was a lot of pizzas, uh, and so uh, that's what we do is to say thank you. And I, the only thing I need to say, there's no agenda here other than thank you. Absolutely, it's not a political thing. It's nope. nothing in the world but just the thank you to to first responders. And I want to put a, take this opportunity to put a little plug in for security personnel, private security. 
Uh, my It's my belief, and I'm retired law enforcement, but it's my belief that when 9-11 came, uh, first responders began to include private security because they were they became a frontline mm-hmm. front personnel, and they're, they're usually the first person on the scene when they're the disaster. So y'all might want to keep that in mind and maybe help promote them a little bit. But That's a good idea. And as, while we're doing that, just invite your folks to attend the event Absolutely. on November 19th. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I, there is so much that goes on that people don't know about uh, behind the scenes and stuff with police and with fire rescue and and all the paramedics and everything that you know it's it's been long time needed for somebody just to be willing to pull them in especially in today's atmosphere when it's just like it's just automatically you're the bad guy it seems like but then they call on the bad guy and turn right around and call them for help oh yeah so uh, saying that saying thank you to these people is extremely important well, how does the organization actually, besides that uh, pizza event, show support for the first responders? Well, it, uh, it so happens that every year, without our prior knowledge, something happens that justifies our recognition. Uh, I believe it was uh, last year or two years ago. I can't remember exactly when Officer Antoine Tony was killed in yeah, action. I was sitting here thinking about him. And uh, what we did then at the instruction or direction there, rather, of the uh, police department was help us set up a, a fund. And so we started a fund. Uh, I'm going to work off my memory now, but I think we put $7,000 as the initiation into that fund uh, in support of uh, the Antoine uh, Tony Foundation. That's a fantastic foundation, too. I know um, the uh, Gwinnett Police Foundation also did something for Anton. Correct. That's right. And we use the Gwinnett, Poli- the Gwinnett Police Foundation as the vehicle to get. The, they're the ones that are holding the monies and, and uh, establish the funds. So, yeah. And then uh, uh, last year, or this, in 2019, we really didn't have a place for the money. Uh, but uh, thank goodness for COVID-19, and we found a place. And so that was we could have done without that. But, yeah, uh, really. <laughs> uh, but uh, that was what we did with our, our revenues before. And then uh, we have also uh, contributed in, in past years to the Police and Fire Foundation. The fire calls it Benevolent Fund. The police call it a foundation. And we've contributed money to those uh, funds when we had excess funds. And speaking of that, we never keep uh, any money uh, except enough to start up with. So we usually raise about twenty, twenty-one thousand dollars, a little more than that a year. Uh, we reserve three to four. Uh, our startup money is includes uh, reserving uh, the uh, Buford Arena, which we have in the past, uh, providing food uh, and uh, and support for this. So we usually spend everything except two or three thousand. We have an insurance policy that comes due just before the event so then that cost a couple thousand dollars so uh if we just we're not a, we're not designed to retain money we're designed to make sure it goes somewhere that uh it, it reflects around our first responders and frontline folks if you will well that was one of the things i was going to point out and mention was that i know that everybody that works with this for this around this are strictly on a volunteer basis it's just 100 percent volunteer and everybody donates their time their efforts their sweat and their heart into getting this done that's exactly right nobody gets paid any money we have 
uh, an accountant that uh, takes care of our books at no charge. We have marketing people that take care of the things that we need to get our message out. It's all no charge. And the only person that we do pay some money to is the print shop, and he decided it's probably a good idea f for the printing material that he has paid for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually it cost, and so it's uh, – uh, but that's no, – nobody gets any, any sour or any uh, 1099 compensation for this at all. I tell you, that's fantastic. There's too many uh, of these type of organizations that tend to carve a lot of money off the top of it in order to pay people to do this. And, and that's one of the things I really like about Red, Blue, and You is it's 100% volunteer effort. It is, and, and we appreciate the volunteers. Oh, I know you do. And, and the anybody, supporters. And anybody that wants to volunteer, we're going to talk in a little while about how to get in touch with Mr. Raymer Sale and be fine. get in touch with the organization. Uh, do the first responders really appreciate what the organization does? They do, uh, and they do it sincerely, and their uh, their families do. Uh, and uh, whenever I run into to these folks, uh, and we do that on on a regular basis, we see them. It's amazing to how. Uh, how much they appreciate what we do. <clears throat> well, I know that uh, from everyone I've talked to, everybody knows about the organization. Everybody knows about the events, and they absolutely love attending, and they really do appreciate it. I can tell you, coming as a as a first responder and as a previous police officer, I can tell you that everybody really appreciates what y'all do. Well, we're glad they do, and we we are we are honored to be able to do this. Well, you know, there's so much, like I say, going on. Uh, COVID-19, has it really put any restrictions on y'all as to how you're able to provide this opportunity? It did. It put a little bit of uh, a little bit of restriction. We normally do it at the Buford Arena, which mm -hmm. will easily hold five or 6,000 people. I believe I've been told that. Well, I know I've been told that number. I believe that's what it really will. And so this year they said, nah, we can't do it. The governor says you can't have more than a certain number of people, and we have more than that. So they allowed us to move right across the street to the uh, Ridden, uh, Tom Ridden Stadium. It's the, it's the uh, Buford uh, football stadium. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have the event outside this year. I've already uh, checked with the weather, and it's supposed to be in the upper 60s and uh, partly cloudy. So you – can Sounds come out. fantastic. Sounds like perfect fall weather to me. Absolutely. And right. uh, so the, uh, just to give a, a little bit of, of outline of what happens here, uh, we'll assemble at 1130 and we'll have a short program which will include the uh, presentation of the colors and the uh, singing of the national anthem. Now this year the national anthem is going to be sung by the Buford Middle School folks. Terrific. And there is a special song that they've been working on that was recorded uh, regarding first responders and, and COVID-19. They're going to perform that. And then the school system has made arrangements for us to have about 100 students there and their parents. So we're expecting from Buford alone, they, they, we normally have around 400 first responders. And so we should be looking at about 600 people. And then on top of that, the Gwinnett County Schools, one of our volunteers, Renee Raffinelli, mm -hmm. uh, whose husband is a police officer, has works inside the school, and they're expecting this. They're publicizing this throughout Gwinnett County School System, and so we're expecting uh, more folks there. It's important that the young folks be there for this reason at all. If your daughter, son, uh, uh, if you are a daughter of a son of a police officer, 
and you're looking at the television at night and seeing the uh, the news and what's going on with that, and you're hearing people talk about uh, talk about police in a not positive manner or in the fire services a non positive manner. What do you, as that child, think about what your mom or dad does? Well, we want these children to be there to see what mom and dad uh, does and, and see the appreciation and for show them. the and show that they are appreciated. Plus, we want the children there to see that those people over in the stands are just like you and me they're human and they are and they are wonderful people and they're compassionate people and they're loving people they just have a job that doesn't give out hugs every day absolutely you know one of the things that has irritated me most in the years my going through as a as a law enforcement officer and today <clears throat> is you I, I was sitting at a table somewhere and i'll hear someone talk about you behave or I'm going to call the police on you and they're going to come take you away and all this kind of, And I have a tendency to stand up and, and look at the little kid and say, don't you worry, honey. The police only take away the people that scare little kids about police. <laughs> and it usually shuts up the parents. But uh, that is, you know, if parents, if anybody out there is a parent with a small child or hears somebody, please don't tell your kids that. That is such a negative reinforcement uh, to the to your kids it's just an injustice to them it's an injustice to you and it's sure an injustice to the law enforcement well if you look at the, if you see the police uh, in many many cases you're sitting on the side of the road having a little chat with them showing them your driver's license and you've done <laughs> something true. that you deserve to be there for uh, and that's not you know if that's the only time you see them I can get the picture but you know you have to look beyond that mm -hmm. they're out there doing something that makes you able to drive up and down that highway uh, and go home safely to your family and stay safe while you're there and all the other things they well, do. Well, most of us are lucky enough and blessed enough not to have to dial 911 because we're being robbed or we're being raped or we're being assaulted in some way. True. Most of us don't get to see them in that form because we're blessed enough not to be in that position. But I can tell you, if you've ever been there, it is sure nice to see that car and those blue lights pulling up. I bet it is. So, and I'll tell you also, when you're in there and you're having issues and you're in a fight or something, as a police officer, it's real nice to see those blue lights pulling up, too. <laughs> I have been there. But, um, you know, there's so much that goes on today and, that, and in a positive way, too, that our law enforcement are out there. You see things on, on the different social medias and stuff where they're out there. They're, they'll see kids that are playing basketball or whatever they'll get out they'll they'll play with them they'll end up officers interact with people a lot more than what people realize sure. they do and i know from past experience it was kind of cool to get out when you see a group of kids or something doing something you get out and they think you're oh dang here comes the police they're going to make us quit and you join in with them and have some sure. fun and the kids appreciate it it is great for the community and believe it or not that's cops felt pretty good about it too i bet you did too we had a blast i bet you did too well you know i know your next event is coming up and it's coming up real soon yes sir so tell us about the event and when it comes up and all that okay it's on thursday the 19th uh the week before thanksgiving it's scheduled at that time because we're going into the week of thanksgiving and and we should be thankful for these folks as well uh it will be held at the Buford football stadium right in uh football stadium 
Uh, the uh, event will start at 1130 with the presentation of colors, singing a national anthem. Uh, we will have some video footage of some of the things the police have done. We'll have some citizens that will address the group to tell them firsthand experience about their exposure with uh, the first responders. Uh, uh, we've had both fire police and EMT uh, results from that. Everybody will be served lunch. Now, I need to emphasize everybody. You show up, and unless there's more than we've prepared for, you're going to get fed. <laughs> uh, Jim and Nick's provides the uh, the barbecue. This year it will be pre-boxed, uh, as you would expect. Uh, and because we're outside, you may have to eat it on your lap. Normally we sit around inside uh, with round tables and have our meal there. But there's no charge for this. Uh, this is where part of our money goes is to uh, fund the food, the arena, and the event in general. Uh, and then on top of that, make contributions as we can for, for uh, important events that are, that are revolving around our first responders. There's going to be a special uh, surprise this year that uh, there are only two hmm. people, three people on earth that I know of that know about this. Well, I expect and, to be the fourth one here, and no, I, won't, no, no. I won't tell no, anybody. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll whisper it in the microphone. There you go. And so, um, uh, but everybody's encouraged to come. Uh, first responders frontline folks your families your children which are part of your families i hope uh and and <laughs> just come because it is the business communities thank you for the things you do for gwinnett county and by the way this is only only going on in gwinnett county if it's going on somewhere else then it's a different organization it's not us we're saying thank you to the folks that we deal with and work with on a day-to-day -day basis well i want to say also how important it is that the whole idea of showing appreciation for the for the first responders is by the people in the community showing up and it's not just a matter of thank you we're going to feed you the whole idea of the message is to have the people of the community the kids and all that kind of stuff show up as a part of the showing of appreciation just their presence and then, of course, you get to eat, too. And, oh, yeah. And the barbecue ain't bad. Not bad at all. Now, that, uh, just for those that don't know, that arena is uh, located at 2750 Sawnee. That's S-A-W-N-E-E -E Avenue in Buford. And it's 30518. You can plug it in your GPS, and it'll take you right there. That's 2750 Sawnee Avenue, Buford, Georgia, 30518. And you can also... Uh, go on to the website, which is, of course, www, but it's redblueu.org. And the uh, Facebook is red, blue, and you, spelled out and. And you can go through all those things and, and find out a little more about it and, and what's going on. Well, have you made any plans other than this for anything that you're going to be doing post this particular event or have y'all not made plans yet well uh you know as i said earlier uh, we always seem to find something that we didn't expect uh to pop up uh we are uh, uh have talked we haven't made a decision on it yet uh there was a uh, canine that was uh, killed in the line of duty uh, canine right over by blue. my office yeah yep. canine blue uh, and we have discussed making a contribution to that canine support fund for uh, the purchase of another animal uh, and uh, they have a they meaning the police have an entire organization for 
going to find these animals, selecting them, bring them back, and training it, them, and everything. Training, it's quite a, it's quite an ordeal. But yeah, it is, and it's it's a lot of expense per animal. Yes, it uh, is. And those people, I can tell you, those dogs are like part of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that when that officer takes control of one of the dogs, trust me, the dog takes control of the officer. I'm sure because they treat them better than they do their family sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know they depend on them. Their sure. lives can depend on them. I, that particular incident you're, ta- you're talking about with Blue happened just right across the street from where my office is, and I saw that canine unit pull into the area when it came in, and I recognized it because of the SUV it was in. Mm-hmm. And we prayed right then that nothing had happened to that poor canine unit. And, you know, it was just so unfortunate that it did. Sure it is. It is. It's, it's, it's a terrible loss. and An emotional loss, I'm sure, for the officer. You may not ever know that, but I guarantee you that he and his family suffered from that one as well. Absolutely. A lot of people know they're all, you know, to, to the officers, they're pets as well as partners. And they're just like any other pet. They're just a part of the family. Sure. And it hurts every law enforcement officer out there because they all know the dog. It's almost like you lose one of your own and as far as one of the officers. So, well, in fact, it is like it. Uh, so, if, if you don't mind, there's just a couple of things. That we've, we've talked a lot about law enforcement, mm-hmm. uh, but the uh, fire services is an extremely important, as you know. And you don't, th- you don't think about fire services uh, uh, being uh, in, lo- in harm's way other than if there's a fire going on. But if you remember a couple of years ago, there was a, a fire started in a house, and the firemen rushed in to put the fire out and was held hostage for yep. a, a while because the guy was... Unfortunately, that was over by where I live. Oh, I'm, I'm too close to these things. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, they, they have exposure uh, to that sort of thing, too. Uh, and they're heroes. Uh, I mean, my gosh, my daughter's house was struck by lightning many years ago. And Gwinnett Fire Services show, uh, came to the, to the uh, call, and our house was burning. And the things that they do to protect the property, to protect the homeowner, to uh to make sure everybody's safe you sit there and just say good grief what a job they do and they are hats off to them and uh and so i think i've used all of them except the police the fire services my daughter and my sister broke her hip so we had ems come out (laughs) (laughs) well we'll see what we can do about the police let's keep that good (laughs) um but you know you're right and i have a tendency to talk that way being previous law enforcement and i can tell you i've seen cases where fire department the people have arrived the the officers have been fired upon yep uh just like police officers the difference is we have guns to fire back they got hoses to shoot water and somehow that seems a little off balance and look at the ems Uh, i've seen situations where they've arrived on scene and they've had to duck and cover for fire uh so you know they don't there's no difference to somebody that's shooting or somebody that's uh violent whether it's law enforcement or whether it's fire or whether it's ems it's all uniform people it's all public servants they're all targets. Yes, they are. And yeah. uh, it's shown in our society today there are far too many examples of all three. Yes, but they are they're they are they're great when you need them. By golly, you want them there. And well, I've are. never seen any of them fire, police, or EMTs that when it hit the fan weren't running toward the disturbance instead of running away from it. 
And Every that, one of them, when they get there, their purpose is to address the situation. It's not to run and hide. That's exactly right. And you'll find that whether it's EMS, whether it's fire, or whether it's police, whether, you know, whatever, these people, they get out of their vehicles, they head into whatever the disaster is, and many times it results in their loss yep. of, a li- of a life, of a limb, of, of something but you know they don't they don't look at that that's what they're trained for that's what they do that's the reason they chose that profession is because that's the kind of people they are uh that's the personality they have and that's just their the desire from their from the bottom of their heart is to help people and i totally 100 percent agree with it's time that we as the people stood up and let them know that we really do appreciate that head on and into the situation and protecting us and helping us instead of running for cover and that's the reason why red blue and you exist it's absolutely to say thank you for these to these folks men and women uh absolutely. They, that are out there they they are they are amazing people well i i, I can't argue with that i only have to support you but i'm again remind everybody that that's red blue and you on facebook redblueu.org on the website and that's November the 19th uh, this year that's Thursday week at 11:30 a.m. at the Tom is that Ridden that's the way I pronounced it <laughs> yeah it sounds to me it's Ridden 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 Stadium across from Buford Arena and that's 2750 Sony Avenue Buford Georgia 30518 Raymer it has been a pleasure I can't think of anything is there anything else that you would like to say one more thing yes sir we we survive off of contributions you can go on our website redblueu.org and there's a place where you can make your contribution no amount of money is too small or too large we'll take it all and by the way we appreciate paradigm security support and uh, look forward to seeing you all out there on the 19th thank you for letting us be here we donate to a lot of uh these type organizations we have to pick and choose because there are so many and they're all they're all worth it and worthy of it but you can't give to all of them so we are very selective in what we do and red blue and you is important to us we're honored we appreciate your support well yeah i appreciate you again being here thank you and i'm going to go ahead i could probably ask you about 10 or 15 more questions (laughs) but i don't think i got the time but i want to thank you for joining us on case in point presented by paradigm security services Remember, you can join us live every Wednesday at 11.30 in the morning, or you can listen to our show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, clicking on the Gwinnett Studio, and then click on, of course, Case in Point. Please hit that subscribe button and let us know you're there. Join us next week at 11.30 when we will talk with business leaders about their businesses, related security issues in today's world. And thanks again to my guest, Raymer Sale, for Red, Blue, and You. And for our producers, Mike and Miss Amanda, I'm Rick Strawn. And remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets.